If you haven't signed up for the Discord channel, it's the weekly annoying reminder to do so. You can sign up at MajorDomoMedia.com. You can also check out MajorDomo.tv for a website that's still in beta and will constantly be changing. But something that isn't changing, but growing in size, is our Discord channel. A lot of insights about culture, recipes, where to eat, what to eat, how to cook certain things, just general nonsense and hijinks. But as we like to say uh, internally at MDM, the Discord is helping you live your life a little bit more deliciously and a lot of wonderful discount codes uh, for your Christmas presents coming up uh, or holiday presents in general. Panatone by Roy. I'm giving it to everybody that I know. There's a 15% off code. There's codes for Cook Any Day, Athletic Brewing, Cometeer, and Momofuku products. Momofuku products you can get at shop.momofuku.com or places like Target and Whole Foods and a whole host of other establishments. There are uh, wonderful instant noodles, noodles that I cook all the time, salts and spices that I use every day, things that we developed in our lab that we use in our restaurants available for your home. And uh, yeah, that's enough shameless plugging. We'll get on to the show. This episode is brought to you by Pure Leaf Iced Tea. Great iced tea takes you somewhere else like new Pure Leaf Blackberry Iced Tea that we have here at the Spotify Studios and drink quite a bit where unexpectedly blackberry flavor transports you to a berry delicious place. So refreshing you may never want to leave. You will eventually have to though, but take your time. Try new Pure Leaf Blackberry Iced Tea. Visit Amazon.com slash Pure Leaf and enter 20 Pure Leaf. That's 20 Pure Leaf for 20% off your purchase of new Pure Leaf Blackberry Iced Tea. Apple Card is the perfect cash back rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co forward slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City branch, subject to credit approval. Terms apply. Dave Chang Show, part of the Ringer Podcast Network, presented by Major Demo Media. Thank you, Olatengo, as always. <laughs> the Rizepis Redze- the just left. They're, 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 back. they're out. They've left they town. They came in, yeah. but we never got to download on what the hell happened. Mm-hmm. On, on the turkey okay. day? Yeah. Give yourself an overall grade. Give yourself an overall grade for the, for the day itself. B plus. Oh. But let me break everything down. My pie making, C minus. <laughs> I don't even know if we'll get to a B plus. We'll see. Let's be honest. B plus. C minus. Key lime pie was great. I made a pumpkin pie, even though I hate that fucking thing. <laughs> but when I, uh, for everybody else, maybe it didn't turn out great because I didn't want it to turn out great. <laughs> right. Not good. Not good. The key lime pie l- looked great, but I didn't cook it long enough and I should have frozen it. I should have served mm. it as an icebox pie. So that's on me. Cranberry in the microwave was delicious. That's the easiest fucking recipe. The microwave any day, uh, whether, uh, whether it's frozen or fresh sugar, a lot of sugar, grated orange zest and orange juice and cranberries. And you nuke that for like four minutes and boom, ready to go. Also had the canned cranberry sauce. Gravy was an A stuffing. Holy shit. (laughs) Did I make a lot of stuffing? 
Mm-hmm. And did I give a lot out? That A plus. Dave, Dave Arnold's Arnold stuffing. Mm-hmm. And man, Dave Arnold's mom stuffing, God bless her. And I love to see it just crushing on, on our Discord channel. People really making it from Recipe Club. With ex- like one or two people making it and not liking it, maybe because they didn't add sausage. I'm like, that's I don't a- even know what that comp is. <laughs> that's, that's, that's not on the recipe. When you omit like one of the main flavors of a recipe, come on now. I didn't want to say anything. You know, I was trying to be in the holiday spirit, but I was like, you're the problem. <laughs> it's not the recipe's problem. Thanksgiving morning, I did notice, I did notice Thanksgiving morning, I texted you about this. They were like, because all of our recipes from Recipe Club are just in like a shared document, in addition to being on Discord. But there were like 80 people (laughs) in the document, like, making that stuffing in the morning. And I was like, damn. I would think that it had like a 97% approval rating. Mm -hmm. And my family went bananas Mm -hmm. and ate that shit for three days straight. (laughs) I stuffed the turkey. I made like a giant cauldron of it. I had a deep hot- It was crazy. I did four loaves of bread. Damn. Yeah. Damn. <laughs> yeah. It was a lot of stuffing, man. <laughs> and you know what my older brother said? All you need is stuffing. Wise words. So the next Thanksgiving, I might do a minimal. We might want to celebrate the minimal. Just stuffing. Just stuffing, mashed potatoes, and a protein. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to get to some other analysis. I made chapche, mm-hmm. Korean chapche. That was delicious. I added too much MSG. So everyone said, wow, this is really good. You know why? None of our relatives has ever made chapche with as much MSG as I did. <laughs> Green bean casserole, better the next day cold. Green bean casserole, not good hot. Okay. Tell me about your green bean cold. casserole, though. What's your, what's your process? I made the bechamel, uh, mushroom bechamel in the any day. And uh, I microwave the beans also in the any day. Listen, like I use that fucker a lot. <laughs> a lot. <laughs> I bought the crispy fried onion shallots and I put it in a baking dish, the whole thing. And uh, I nearly just baked it 350 yeah. uh, until it got nice and brown. It was, it was great. But the Asian you know? fried shallots, not the. No, French's. I bought it from Whole Foods. Oh, you bought those? You didn't? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. The, the 365 brand. And I seasoned it with uh, Momofuku savory salt, mashed potatoes uh, that were delicious, A+. plus. Green bean casserole, give me A+, plus as well. It was delicious. Uh, I made a gratin earlier in the week, in the any day. A potato gratin. Uh, really good the day of when I made it on the Tuesday night or the Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Tuesday night. Not good. <laughs> D. Did you get some separation? Gee. Separation on the reheat? No, it was just dry. Oh, yeah. And I didn't add cheese to it. When I made it, I, I posted something like, oh, you don't add cheese to it because you don't have to. That's how I learned. And another thing, everyone's making fun of my fucking pronunciation of gratin. How do you pronounce gratin? Gratin, right? Is yeah. that wrong? I don't know. What gratin. am I supposed to say? I don't know. A uh, gratin? Gratin? I don't know. <laughs> anyway, I get that out and I put it into a little uh, casserole dish to heat up and it's not not looking good. So I hide <laughs> it with cheese. It's clear that nobody liked it. <laughs> That's a not even a D. That was like an F. I got to be honest. It was so bad. Uh-huh. And I put it there just to look. I should not even have served it, but I put it out there because I wanted the spread to look huge. Right, 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 right. 
So, so my okay, ego, my ego won. <laughs> so there are two kinds of people didn't like it though. Which kind was it? There's there's the kind people didn't like it where everybody took some and you saw on their faces that they didn't like it. AKA it, it, right off the bat didn't look visually good. Okay, so it was the kind where like nobody even took some. Yeah, and I didn't even look at the plates, but I would bet a lot of money that people took a bite and, and were like, and "Notice, I was like, I'm not eating any more of that one." <laughs> I'm not wasting my stomach on that shit. <laughs> Parker House Rolls, Dave's Parker House Rolls, A+. Plus. Mm-hmm. I made two orders. I filled out a whole hotel pan. Good God. So good. Damn. They're so good. Those are, are really good. good. I yeah. mean, honestly, I would say that recipe is as good as the stuff. Mm-hmm. We didn't give it enough love on Recipe Club, but those are some good-ass Parker House Fucking Rolls. good. Uh, I, I wasn't going to make Korean kalbi jim. The braised green short ribs. I still don't know my mom's recipe. And I think there's something beautiful in not knowing, as frustrating as it is, that every time I make it, I know it's going to fall short of how she made it or how it tastes. I still made it taste good, but that morning I wasn't going to make it because you know what? I was like, fuck this, man. This is a lot of food. I was cooking my ass off that for like 72 hours beforehand. I was in such a bad mood. And my nephew was in that morning said, Uncle Dave. Are we going to have grandma's short ribs? (laughs) And I was saving that because I was like, maybe I'm going to cook that like the day after. Because like the fridge just got demolished. Everything. Yeah. But I made it. And while it was good, I give it a B. It wasn't. Everybody that tasted it was like, this ain't your mom's. (laughs) You know, we were, but we were shooting something in our, our, our proto studio as we wait for our, our one to be built out. And you were talking, you were having this conversation with somebody. And you said something really, uh, we had this conversation. It was, you said something really nice. They were saying like, I'm always chasing my mom's recipe for whatever it is. Like, I'm trying to get there. I, you know, I know, I know what the recipe is. And, you know, one of these days I'm going to get there. And that's my goal. And you were like, I don't think that you should ever try to get there. I don't think that getting there is the thing that you ever want. And we started talking about it. And, and it occurred to me, like, in that delta between what you make and what your mom made, like that's where your love for your loved one exists. <laughs> it's like always chasing. And like, if you ever somehow miraculously achieve the same thing, then like, what would be the point of that? What would be the point yeah, of that? Exactly. Falling I short. Think you is articulated the point. way better. Falling <laughs> short is the point. And, and I think in that pain is the love, right? In that pain it, is like, the love. In that pain is the love. Exactly. Pain is love. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, I'm just looking at the video. I, uh, I did a slow roast. Tur- I, I, I brined the turkey like seven, almost like four days in advance. Oh, my God. Salted. <laughs> I call it brine. <laughs> Dummy. <laughs> Fucking dumbass, Dave. Put a, put a dollar in the brine jar. Stupid ass motherfucker. <laughs> God. I salted yeah. this turkey. I got a 15-pound turkey. I salted it. Made it was beautiful, crispy. I oiled, oiled the shit out of it. I stuffed it with the stuffing and I cooked it at like 225 at like six in the morning, seven in the morning. Cause I needed a space at three o'clock. Uh, no, I needed it done. I needed it out by two o'clock. We're going to eat at 3 PM at two to three. I could reheat all the, everything else. That was the goal. Right. Wait, you put it, sorry, excuse me. You put cook, it into put the, it in the oven, oven at, at like seven in the morning, like okay. seven in the morning. At what temperature? At like, like warm with the warm setting. Oh, interesting. Okay. Okay. All right. I'm not, it's not a, a reverse sear. It's just a slow <laughs> roast. Okay. The problem is I didn't use a thermometer. 
I was using the force, and I don't think my warm is calibrated to warm or 225. It turned out fine. It was a B plus of a turkey, but okay. it was the, that breast meat was dry as fuck. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't dry. Listen, I've had worst, but it looked way better than it actually should have tasted. And I'm gonna say another thing. I think heirloom turkeys, not a hot take, taste worse. Way worse. Uh, way worse. Uh, organic turkeys taste way worse than just your commodity turkey. That is, by the way, turkeys are dumb as fuck. <laughs> yeah. Not an apocryphal story. There's a farmer that I worked with many years ago that we bought turkeys from. And he said, listen, a lot of my turkeys died. I'm like, why? <laughs> None of them died under the tree. All there was just like a like a, a, a terrible plague that hit all the turkeys around the tree, this giant tree when it was raining. Turkeys are attracted by glittering light. And so when it was raining, they just looked up the sky and they drowned themselves. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm not, it's horrible. But that's fucking it's a horrible bad. story. But he's like, these are the turkeys that I have left. You know, <laughs> you have to teach a turkey actually how to drink water by putting coins. Uh, and silvery things in the water thing, so they'll look at it. Some of the turkeys have been just the intelligence have been just bred right out of it. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I bought. I wanted to boil a turkey all week too, but I didn't do it because I had people coming over. So it was a mini friendsgiving, and that turkey turned out way better than this fucking turkey mm. that I cooked three days before. And that turkey for my friends, I didn't buy a, an organic turkey. I bought just a regular old, like generic butterball thing. That turkey was fucking delicious. Wait, and you did you did boil it? I didn't. I, I didn't have oh, the balls. You roasted. Also, it I didn't one. have the pot. I didn't have a pot big enough. Mm-hmm. I didn't have a pot. I how didn't. many? So and how many I, turkeys I, were in your household in this in Thanksgiving week in total? The twenty second, I got a smoked turkey delivered. Uh huh. That was frozen. And let me tell you, that turkey sucked. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was so hammered. Hmm. I won't name the name of the establishment, but it got mail ordered and um, I defrosted it. I followed the instructions. Okay. What were the reheat instructions for this? It was like 350 for like 30 minutes once it's been defrosted. Okay. Just in the oven. Not not good. Not good. Just dry. So, so dry. (laughs) So I don't think anybody should buy a turkey that's been frozen. A cooked frozen turkey. There are things you can, whether it's brisket or smoked shoulder or ham, even though ham is lean. I don't think a turkey is worth, again, this is my opinion, all right? But a smoked turkey isn't worth it. You smoke turkey fresh. Next year, I'm going to get the smoker fixed. I'm going to smoke my fucking turkey. I will never fry a turkey. That is a nightmare of nightmares. <laughs> and honestly, next year, I just might do fried chicken. You always threaten this. Wow. Might happen. I had a ham. I got a ham from the grocery store and I didn't use the glaze. I didn't glaze simply because I didn't want to clean up the sticky shit. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm looking at on my, my, what else did I cook? Oh, oh, oh. Palm puree was a, a, that was really delicious. Palm puree gravy was delicious. Oh yeah. I'm looking at that gratin. That was so bad. <laughs> uh, the roasted vegetables. The medley. So, I saw that. Let me tell you what mm-hmm. I did. I got Brussels sprouts, carrots from Trader Joe's. What else did I have? Some some other vegetable that I can't even <laughs> decipher from the photo. My oven space was just clogged, so I cooked it in an air fryer. 
Chris. I've been using the air fryer a lot, a lot. And so what I did was I loaded it. I loaded that fucker till like it was like overflowing past the like recommended point of filling. And I did it at like 325 and I did it for like 20 minutes. I just was looking to get it like roasted and no color. What else you put? Did you have cauliflower in there? And I did. Yeah, I think I had cauliflower. And then I did, um, I did two batches of that because I know no, no more space in the oven. And I let that set and I put a whole stick of butter, thyme, garlic, and I melted that uh, in the wok. And I just roasted the shit out of getting super color, seasoned with Momo Savory Salt. And honestly, delicious. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it looked, I mean, I put, posted the photo, it looked really good. That fucker was in the air fryer. Let me tell you what. I put so much vegetable in the air fryer that it looked steam. It wasn't, the air fryer didn't do anything remarkable. It just cooked. It was just a, like a toaster oven. Yeah. So the color, the color came from the air fryer or came, you put it. No, I, no air fryer, but I okay. used it and I've been using it to reheat things. I made, um, the day before, by the way, I made, a, <laughs> I made, a baked brie. I bought puff pastry baked brie and I served it with, uh, Momo, uh, Hot honey, delicious, because they were promoting. I was like, oh, I'll fucking do that. I got all that shit the day before. Uh, I made like, a appeti- uh, uh, like, a, like an appetizer plate the day before Thanksgiving. Get, that's when you really get those appetites going. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wait, wait. I, I have to imagine. So you wrapped the brie in puff pastry. Frozen stuck puff in pastry. The to, so again, it looked terrible. So I took a giant wheel of brie, the only brie that you can get that's big enough. And then if you get a puff pastry that's in the freezer's department, you sort of defrost it. You unfold it like a book. But it doesn't, doesn't like, uh, how should I say? I, you sort of need to roll it out to make it fit. Mm-hmm. But I didn't want to waste the other piece of puff pastry. So I just enclosed the other end. And I had qu- like quadruple thick walls because of the, the doubleness of the puff pastry. So I just left that in the fucking air fryer until it was properly cooked through. It was delicious. I haven't had baked brie in a long time because that's some real white people shit, man. I bet that was popular as hell. I bet, I bet people ate that right up. I served some Spanish olives stuffed with anchovies. I did, a, and I didn't do a butterboard. Fuck the butterboard. <laughs> All right. Let me ask you on the brie. Before we move on from the brie, let me ask you this: When you have a baked brie wrapped in pastry dough. Do you just eat the brie with the pastry or does the brie and pastry go onto bread? Well, that's a good question. Is it a double start situation? We put it on bread. Yeah. Um, (laughs) But let me tell you you what, next time if I ever make such a thing, I think I'm going to freeze the brie so I can cut off the chalky white rind. Mm. And they just have pure meltiness inside of the thing. That fucking rind sucks, man. I Even, hate it. It, it's, it sucks. It it's sucks. It's not good. It should sort of just be like uh, the, that cow cheese, that the baby blue, baby bell cheese, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Someone should make a brie that's just a giant, giant, they're just covered in wax, and you peel the whole thing so it's a giant disc of cheese, and then you put it in brie. I don't want the rind. Nobody, there's not one person that thinks the rind of a brie is delicious. Yep. Nobody. The rind is just structural. It's just there to keep it from oozing everywhere. But if there are a way to do it without, you know. And I brought out some, you know, every six months I buy some kind of hard salami or something. And I put it in the bottom of the, like, the, the, the drawer that I don't even know the name of. And I opened it up. And I was like, shit, 
I got like a whole charcuterie board here. <laughs> I so like the, wonderful. I like the advertiser for yeah. I like the because what you were saying also was like because you were toying around last time we we're talking about like wait can I serve turkey before just get the turkey like check that box and then not serve it the the day of. What I'm loving about this is like not thinking of Thanksgiving as the one day. Like okay, I really everyone wants appetizers. Everyone wants appetizers. Fine, eat them on Wednesday then. <laughs> like satisfy yeah. the craving and move on. Um. I made a huge portion, two boxes of mac and cheese from scratch. Not a surprise. My All the kids, these nephews, nobody liked it. But it was delicious. <laughs> I had a giant bag of cheddar cheese. I had some cotilla cheese from the Hulu TV sh- shoot, you know, the giant wheel, <laughs> which was very salty and delicious. So this is a new thing I learned, and I did it by accident. Much like uh, how I discovered how to make pork belly for the pork bun <laughs> and crisping up the pork butt for the pork shoulder, MMO. Um, and I mean this, not a, but by the way, that hot honey, the chili crunch hot honey is fucking delicious, man. Mm-hmm. It was really sort of the star of the weekend amongst mm-hmm. people. But um, going back to this macaroni. So what I did as a mistake for the Friendsgiving. And I did on the Friendsgiving. I was boiling uh, in my nonstick wok like a couple cups of pasta. I was trying to make a small, small batch. And I think I like washed the kids and put them to bed. And I come back down to make it the night before Monday. And I see almost all of the water has, has, has almost evaporated. I got back downstairs just in time that I was like, oh, wow, it's still wet. There's moisture. But it's the kind of moisture when you're mounting butter into a pasta and you put some pasta water and you know that it's going to become a, a, a luscious, silky sauce. Mm-hmm. I was like, huh. And I tasted the pasta. and I was, I was like, damn, that's perfect. Whoa, I don't need to drain anything. Mm-hmm. And then my lazy part said, yeah, let's do this. <laughs> let's do what you're not supposed to do, Dave. And I said, yeah, let's try it. <laughs> I wasn't going to go. Get another pot, make a bechamel, whether it's on the oven or in the microwave. This is what I did, Christine. What do you think I did? You've got a pot with a little, you put a big fat knock of butter in there. Mm-hmm. Do you just sprinkle some flour directly onto the pasta? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then milk? Mm-hmm. And then just melt the cheese straight into your fucking pasta. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you dark arts motherfucker, dude. That is fixing the plane as it's flying, man. That's crazy And it shit. was awesome. And Grace said, this mac and cheese is so good. And I was like, shit, you don't have to make a roux. You don't have to make a bechamel. You just put it all in. 100%. I don't know why it doesn't get clumpy, but it didn't get clumpy. And I've done it out two times. If you add flour directly to your pasta, and if you measure it right, you do not have to make a roux. Yep. Agree. And I recommend making mac and cheese and most sa- pasta sauces at home, not professionally, in a nonstick potter pan. Because hmm. that, that's at least 45 minutes of cleaning over two-day period. Oh, yeah. You wash it. You scrub the shit out of it. And then you're like, oh, good. I got everything. I cleaned it. And then you dry it. And then next time you take it out, you're like, oh, fuck. I didn't clean this <laughs> I at did not all. clean this at all. <laughs> the, you know what I'm feeling? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You take out the potter it's, pan. It's actually like- way worse than a spelling... Um, <laughs> It's like when you like proofread or even spell check something on paper and you read it, you're like, yeah, that was good. I got everything. 
And then you read it like two days later, you're like, what the fuck what was, was I, I saying? <laughs> uh, yeah, dude, the unclean pot. Very similar feeling, unclean pot. That always happens with a, a cheesy pasta dish. Yeah. You have no problem with this. I, I, I cannot rec- I, I'm going to, I'm going to try to do this a couple more times. I want to dial it in so I can espouse the beauties and wonders of the flour directly to your pasta. Mm-hmm. It, it doesn't seem right. Mm-hmm. Seems all kinds of wrong. Mm-hmm. That's but, supposed to be a recipe man. for clumping, but I think that it's not. I think if you sprinkle flour directly on top of it, I think there's something about the it that other, actually keeps it separate. The other thing too, to keep in mind is when you are going to do this, you want to salt it not traditionally how you would salt your water. Mm-hmm. If you're going to go this route where it's almost like making a hollandaise, not in a bain marie. When I first saw someone do this, I was like, whoa, this guy is a Jedi. Holy <laughs> fuck. You know, when you're making a, an emulsion, butter emulsion directly on the stove without any water bath, that's a, that was like one of the coolest things I've ever seen. This is sort of like that, right? If you, if you can boil water, boil your pasta with no measurement, just eyesight and get it to a level where it's cooked and you don't have to drain anything, dude. That's the, that's the, yeah, that's a life goal. You can die. It's a life goal. But if you attempt to do this and you are so, so successful in the range of success, you don't want to salt it like you would pasta water. Right. right. You have to actually, another level of Jedi dark arts, you have to guess the salinity <laughs> of yeah. the water you As to, it's completely reduced. You have to imagine what the salt level will taste like when the water is gone. <laughs> like, yes. <laughs> it's a deep level of empathy. It's it's <laughs> fucking wild, man. I spent some good time thinking about how wild this recipe is. Because it's none of it is easy to do. Right. Right? So you legitimately like went upstairs and then came back down just as the water was about to be like yeah. problematic. Like legitimately. I can't remember what Hugo was doing, but like it, it, it took my attention away and I come back down. Cause I was like, well, one thing is I was cooking in the walk. So this uh, what I didn't take into consideration is the extra evaporation. Mm-hmm. Right? It's gonna evaporate a lot faster because of the surface area. So probably about like 40%. I would guess mm-hmm. evaporated way faster. Yep. I was cooking in the in, like walks beginning of the pandemic because there was nothing else to fucking work with. But that's one more thing. I hadn't done it in a while. So it evaporated the water way, way, way faster than normal. So I'll get there and I look at this and I'm like, well, looks like it's cooked pasta. And I've just added a ladle full of pasta water. It's like, shit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I got to take advantage of this moment. And I, and I did. I felt like, like Tom Brady coming in for an injured Drew Bledsoe. You know, I got one shot. Let's make this fucking happen. Boom. I took a bag of cheese, shredded cheese, added some crushed cotilla and butter, milk, and I put flour. And I, I, I made like a slurry with the pasta mm-hmm. and the, mm-hmm. the wetness. And it just worked. It was silky smooth. It was delicious. I had a little Worcestershire sauce, a little Momo salt, and it was awesome. I did that again with a bigger batch, and I nailed it again. Man. <laughs> I didn't drain any water. So right now I'm batting a perfect game in doing this. Oh, just some fucking but I will say, I will say I will say this on the, the macaroni. This second go around, aggressively seasoned with salt. Hmm. The second round was, I missed the salt level. Ah. Uh, Too salty. You didn't you didn't empathize but with what it would be like. I was I, I calculated, I was like, I'm gonna put this. I was judging. 
Will people eat this first? I don't think the people in this household are going to be mac and cheese people first. They're going to eat mashed potatoes. They're going to take some turkey, gravy, you know, maybe some of the kalbi. Their mouth will be plumb. That's going to be like an amuse-bouche where their mouth will be salivating because it's not properly seasoned. And if you don't understand that, when you go to a tasting menu restaurant or restaurant salt, you're, 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 it's saltier because you're now prying for more salt. So I, I wanted to venture that. By the time they get to the mac and cheese, it'll be perfectly, perfect calibrated to their salinity levels. Wrong. <laughs> Fuck that up. I like the I like the dark art of of counting on water reducing to a perfect amount, like as though you had added a ladle. That's a nice if you can get if you can nail that. That was a nice. lot of things I had sandbagged, and I missed not miscalculate. I didn't miscal. I did. I didn't account for the the traffic jam, reheating everything. In that hour. So I, I dock a few points. Like if I was a Harry Potter house at Hogwarts, I get docked by Dumbledore at the end because I missed my window. At 3 o'clock, dinner was not served. What time did you get that down? 3.30. Yeah, all right. You know, that's, that's a failing grade. I mean, listen, frankly. that's, that's that, like the air traffic control on the reheat and then like the flight delays that occur. I fucked that up, man. I, 30 minutes late. Yeah. Oh, lose my job. <laughs> I even lose late. my job. Pretty bad. It's pretty bad. You got to think. I mean, they, across the board, it's like it's not just the it's the order in which it's got to go in, too. Right. Because it's like certain depending on the density of the food, it'll take longer to reheat, but it will also hold its heat longer. So like the densest shit's got to go in first. And then and then I had an, not an epiphany, but I want to know your opinions on this slicing the turkey. It, I don't feel I've ever had this understanding as I do now. Hmm. They're properly temped, cutting the breast meat off fine. I had quite a bit of difficulty getting the thighs off. Hmm. What was the nature of the difficulty? I don't know. I, I, I just, I'm like, how? I, they wouldn't break off? They wouldn't? Like, no, I, the I, I don't know how, what I did. <laughs> I clearly know how to do it. But maybe it was too hot or it was too big or whatever. But like, do you take the thigh off completely? Yes. I didn't. What do you mean? What did you leave on? I just served breast meat and I picked off, I ripped off ah, dark meat. You shredded dark meat. Okay. From the carcass itself. Okay. But okay. here's the other thing. Even if you were able to, you know, quarter it properly, take it off the bone, the leg, how do you serve the thigh meat? Because it's not like well, we're this having is... one chicken and it's like one person can have the thigh. You know what I mean? Yes. Now you're talking about one thigh can feed three people. How the fuck do you serve thigh meat? So... I've never read anything about this. There's no articles. <laughs> there's no publications. There's no media that's ever fucking talked about this dilemma. I want a fucking answer. So as you as you describe it now, it is occurring to me. Yes, I pull the thighs off, but the way I would serve when I do a whole turkey is, yeah, you carve the you carve the breast. However, you know, whatever everybody carves the breast. I keep the drumsticks intact because there's always one or two people who want to eat a drumstick. They just want a whole leg. But yes, you can't just like put a thigh on the plate. You do have to just shred it into a pile of dark meat. That's what you have to do. So yeah, fuck trying to pull it off. Just shred it right off the carcass. You pull off the oyster. You pull off all the stuff from the back. Well, um, which is what I'm trying to say. I think that alone. Now, the, my epiphany was like, this should actually disqualify turkeys altogether. <laughs> Because of the lack of shareability of the thighs. Well, you have this beautiful skin, yeah. and now you just shredded it up. Yeah. And it doesn't make any sense to me. I feel you. I feel you. So, like, that was my dilemma. I was like, okay, what's the point? Because I'm, I'm just going to leave it on because I'm just going to shred it off. That was really it. It was, 
I'm just going to shred it anyway, so why the hell do I need to take it off the bone? <laughs> By doing so, I'm going to leave the fucking oyster for me anyway. Mm-hmm. And who right? did anybody get a taste of the uh, Pope's nose? Anybody get a taste of that tail? No, I don't want no turkey ass. You don't want no turkey ass for you? I think turkey ass nah, is man. Good. I am not a turkey ass man. You're not a turkey ass man? Oh, man. I saw, our, I saw our boy Mark Johnson treating that turkey ass, giving it its own lovely treatment. And I was like, no, I mean, we used to eat a lot of that in Sydney. I, just chicken, chicken, Pope's nose. I, I, I look at it. I thought about it. I'm like, that's ass. It's not, it's, it's just a little tail. It's just a little tail muscle. Come on. It's not, it's literal ass. You're not like eating the turkey's ass. <laughs> um, so yeah, all in, I give myself a B. Down from a B plus. That's how you had a couple of A pluses in there. I, I, I know, I, but I, I, I didn't calculate the missing the window by 30 minutes. Hmm. That's an that's, automatic. That's, 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 an automatic. Not, that's, not, that's not good. And the pies were just so bad. <laughs> did and now, now, did anybody else contribute anything to the food? No. Did anybody? We're, we're, that's just not a question, huh? Nobody's going to. Next year, I'm definitely not. I think I'm just going to do a minimal Thanksgiving. I tried that one year. I got to say, I got blowback from the misses. That was like, well, we needed a couple more things. And I do think there's a big difference between canned and fresh cranberry sauce. I really don't. You don't think or you do think there's a difference? It's not worth the ROI, even though the ROI, the time spent on it is so little. I don't think it's worth it. They both look like shit. <laughs> there's also like, there's nothing you can do to the homemade one to make it taste better it's just all gonna taste the same i will say cranberry sauce is essential though for the next day turkey sandwich yeah agree did mine you was really a stuffing sandwich <laughs> was it did you make a sandwich with the parker house rolls or did you use sliced bread i use sliced bread hmm. because the parker house rolls no they can't they cannot be sandwich worthy they were too pillowy ah true so <laughs> too pillowy. That, that was that was my Thanksgiving. And the, let me tell you another thing. I did not make a plate of food. But you weren't hungry. How much tasting do you think? How many how many calories do you think you consumed in the form of tasting? I don't, I don't know. I hated everything I made. <laughs> I hated it. I, I really I looked at it. I was like, all this work. And you know what my fucking brother said? All you could have done was just stuffing. <laughs> I was like, you fucking <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> all you needed to do was just make stuffing. Not yeah. true. I hate when people say shit like that, dude. Imagine if you had done that. Imagine if you had just been like, "Happy Thanksgiving, pile of stuffing." Everyone been like, "Oh, oh the one thing okay. I didn't serve was a salad. I had all the ingredients for a beautiful salad. I served that to Renee. The next you know, two days later, I gave him all the ingredients. The biggest issue then is once your fridge is clean, we talked about this. Then you got to go shopping again. That's a, that's the most painful shopping trip in the world is the post Thanksgiving restock. Because you're just like, I just spent so much fucking money on food, and it lasted one day. And now I got to go replenish. Very expensive. God damn, it's expensive. Apple Card is the perfect cash back rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co forward slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City branch, subject to credit approval, terms apply. 
This episode is brought to you by Vital Farms. No matter how you like your eggs scrambled, over easy, or sunny side up, the people at Vital Farms believe in one thing, keeping it bullshit free. That's why their pasture-raised eggs come from hens who each have over 108 square feet of space to roam and forage all year round. So you can spend less time questioning your food and more time enjoying it. Look for Vital Farms in your grocery store and learn more at vitalfarms.com. Vital Farms, keeping it bullshit free. This episode is brought to you by cars.com. When you add your car to your garage on cars.com, you'll unlock access to real-time insights into how much your car is worth. Plus, view its historical and projected value to decide when to sell. So when the time is right, you can secure an instant offer from a local dealership or sell it yourself on cars.com. Start tracking your car's value with your garage on cars.com. We did not communicate on Thanksgiving. Mm -mm. Feels like you went to war and you lost. I lost the fucking war big time, man. But there were, you know what? There were enemies that I did not expect. <laughs> just Ela uh, elaborate, elaborate, I was, elaborate. I was just ambushed. He deserves the public. He deserves it. I, I was what ambushed. Happened? I was ambushed by, um, I, <sighs> 20, I had 20 people at the end of the day. I had 20 people, which is way too many. My house is not ready for 20 people. None of us got to sit together. Uh, one of those people was Josh Skeens, who I mentioned was coming. And this fucking guy just ambushed me, man. He, he, I was like, he was like, oh, okay, I'm going to come over early and help you cook. He came over one hour after dinner was supposed to be served. <laughs> just like rolled in. What did he make? He made, he made, he had come with a pie. He came with two pies. One was like unbelievably delicious. I have to say he made like a pie with bear fat, duck fat and butter in the crust with an apple pie. The fucking puff he got on this on this crust, he said he put it some he put some like vinegar, red wine vinegar into the dough to like get the layer to separate. Un unbelievable apple pie, dude! I've had that slice of pie. It's, that it's, crust, he, he's it's fucking sick, man. He's he's a monster. It's you know what makes a sick? He makes a sick Barker ass roll. He makes a sick, sick, sick. He also makes roll. a sea mean biscuit. He's good. The motherfucker makes a bean, bean biscuit. <laughs> I know, I know. Especially when he then like slathers them with caviar and butter and eggs. But besides the point, like unbelievable. So he comes with the pie, delicious. What else is he making? Then he wants to make another pie. He wanted to make another pie right there. So it's just like, oh my God, dude. It's just like flowers. Those are the boxes of stuff? Yeah, he, it was just boxes of stuff. He... <laughs> It was like my kitchen was like, he like scar faced my whole kitchen, man. It was just flour everywhere as I'm trying to like finish stuff. He, he wanted to make a berry pie, whatever. Long story short, he made, he ended up having with three pies, two very delicious ones. One that by his own admission, he had tried to make like a pumpkin pie with like a layer of walnuts and then like a layer of, of, uh, sunflower seeds and like he and i have a playful relationship a layer of sunflower seeds i said to like, him, it sounds like a turducken of pies i said this to him i said this to him and i'm, I'm justified in saying this because he kept on making fun of me being like that looks disgusting that looks disgusting that looks disgusting to like all the food that i was making so i feel justified in telling him when i took a bite of his three layer franken pie uh his tur turducken pie i was like this tastes like nothing josh <laughs> This tastes like something. <laughs> this tastes like a pie that you ordered from Cafe Gratitude. <laughs> it was just like unsweetened sweet potato and like walnuts. And he's like, oh shit, uh, you got to throw this away. <laughs> <laughs> and then to his credit, he's a monster. He was a whirlwind. 
It was a total fucking disaster. At the end of the night, though, he had put in so much effort into these pies, actually. So at the end of the night, you know, we had all served pies. A bunch of people had brought pies. Chen and his daughter made a pie. And then, then Josh is in my fridge. He's like, oh, shit. And I was like, what? And he's like, <laughs> he's like, I forgot. Like, I brought these pies. And my plan was, like, I, I was going to whip this cream. And then I made fouilletine. <laughs> he had a fucking pint of homemade fouilletine that he didn't use. And then he was like, oh, shit. I caramelized all this white chocolate last night, formed it back into a bar, and then shaved it thin to sprinkle on top. And I just forgot. I just left it in the fridge. I was like, that's four hours of effort you just left in the fucking fridge, you maniac. So then we just like ate it with a spoon. So it and was, it was like, so good. I bet was, you it was so good. Oh my God, Chang. It's so fucking good. It's like the dude, this is like, it's Josh Gaines in a nutshell. Like biggest pain in the ass in the world preternaturally good at cooking just like a frustratingly annoyingly good at making things taste good anyway i give myself like a c c minus for my thanksgiving job everyone had a good time everybody like said the food was good everybody ate a lot of food but like i know in my heart of hearts that it was a c it was a c minus just it was it was too many people i let it get out of control i didn't control my guest list the way i should have i loved everybody that came but i didn't control it properly so let's go publicly tell people who would get edited next year Who's gonna get? Who's edited? not making the cut? Who's not? You gotta get. You gotta cut eight people. Who's not making the cut? You're on the clock. Uh, no so, way. Nobody's listening to this. <laughs> so let me let me let me work it the other way. There's four of us. My family. My two parents. That's six. Jamie's two parents. That's eight. My brother and his girlfriend. That's ten. So there's really you don't like two more. There's only room for two more people. So that's the truth is like, there's only two slots and you, it's, it's fucking, you got to treat it. Like you talked to me about this. Like you got to treat it like cut day. Like it's not that the, your NFL team wants to cut people. They're only allowed to have (laughs) a certain number of people. You're only allowed 12 people. Cutthroat, cut, cutthroat. I know it's fucking You don't seem too remorseful about this. I'm still traumatized, bro. (laughs) I don't feel good about it. So I'm just like, I'm ruthless about it now. I got to take control. I will say the the day before, the reason I was cooking my ass off, my other brother, yeah, my two older brothers, the oldest one said, you could just make that turkey. I mean, think, um, just made the stuffing. Like a little bit, maybe an hour after that comment. <laughs> after that little nugget. He's like, you know what I like better? The meal you did yesterday. <laughs> honesty man what was the day before meal i made secret meal and I, I i would only do this i did it when we were filming the hulu show i made the braised boneless chicken mm. but i did a giant giant cauldron of it big donabe it was like six pounds of chicken thighs and i made it right and uh marinated in shaoxing wine it's the shandong style but the only thing the difference is i don't have the leeks like the yellow leeks white leeks um marinated it Xiaoxing, a little sugar, soy, and then I dip it in flour and then egg, and then you fry. Oh, flour, thin egg. Oh, yeah. Then I did that earlier in the day. And then like two hours before everyone showed up, because uh, they were all flying in from the East Coast, I, I braised it all in some of that leftover turkey stock from Thanksgiving. <sighs> I made a turkey stock. 
It was so good. I also did tofu as well. Ooh. Braised tofu. That was a lot of frying. Did you fry the tofu first? Or you just left the tofu? No, no. Tofu into flour. Tofu marinated in the same marinade. Mm -hmm. Into flour, into egg, then deep fried, and then braised. And giant cauldrons of this. Like, I made a lot. It was a lot of frying. A tremendous amount of frying. That took a long time to the amount of amount of food that I made for 14 people. That took a lot. And it was delicious. And my brother said he <laughs> thought that was better. <laughs> from Moose Garden, I talk about this restaurant from Vienna, Virginia. Um, it really was an important restaurant in my life. And uh, I think there's something about eating that kind of food for other people, even when I make it. It's a real special occasion kind of dish, especially for my family, because that's where we would go to eat almost once a month like clockwork to make that for my family. That was the first time we've all been together since my mom passed. It was the, like the least I could do. Yeah. Know? That's a, that's a, I, uh, I'm so happy you made that man. Let me ask you this. I was just thinking about whether it's your brother being like yesterday's meal was better <laughs> or skeins telling me my food was gross or me telling him his pie was a cafe gratitude pie. It was pumpkin seeds on top. I should say like, it's a that motherfucker put pepitas on a pie. He put pepitas on a pie, like a whole half inch layer of pepitas on a pie. It was some cafe gratitude shit. But like, what does it take? Like, you could never go to, I don't know. Like, I'm just wondering what kind of relationship you have to have with somebody to have that kind of brutal honesty about food, about like what they're cooking or like what they have made, whether it's your brother or Josh or me saying something to one another, like. You could never go to just like an acquaintance's house and be like, eh, food wasn't very good. Like, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it depends on the person that you're going to. <laughs> but there's something about being friends. Like, we can make fun of Josh as much as we want. Yeah. Yeah. Because he deserves it. <laughs> We've complimented him enough on this fucking podcast. Uh, we probably complimented him fucking plenty. I called him the American Alain Ducasse. It's okay. <laughs> yeah, we can make fun of your pie one time. Now, deep down, deep down, do you appreciate Young's honesty or does, or does it make you fucking crazy? What no, he's like? Deep down, I agreed with him. Yeah. <laughs> deep down, I agreed with him, which is why I, I, I understand the reason to cook Thanksgiving. I do. I, I've even stopped fighting turkey. And even though I trash pumpkin pie because I think it sucks. I still made it because I'm not trying to fuck with the nostalgia of everyone that's there. You know, young Dave would only have cared what I have thought. I probably just served whatever the fuck. Right. But seeing that it was like one of my mom's dying wishes that we all got together. Mm -hmm. I wanted to do something that was Norman Rockwell meets Mama Chang and to do it right. Now that I've done that, I wonder, maybe I will just do celebratory foods regardless. I want to have the balls to not cook anything that is related to thanksgiving if that's possible that is my goal for next year yeah is just what if it's a blue crab boil what if it's whatever and but i I don't know if that's going to jive with anyone else but i think you can pull it off if you are still tapping if it's like it's one thing if you're making an objectively delicious meal that doesn't tap into anybody's like nostalgia or happiness like this, you could have, okay, listen, if you had spent the same amount of time on Thursday cooking dishes you wanted to cook, would it have been objectively more delicious? Yes. But would have people have been as happy? Maybe not. 
So like, so long as like at the end of the day, don't cook the turkey, don't do the whatever. But like, are you going to get the same absolute value of happiness from your family? Like, that's the question, I think. And maybe a blue crab boil would do it because your family loves that. Yeah, I don't know. But next year, so it's a, a year away. <laughs> now we just got to tackle Christmas. We got to get to goddamn Christmas. I know, I know, I know. What and is then a, get the President's Day? Are you going to cook? A, are you are you ha- are you planning on having a big Christmas dinner? Mm, I'm going to do a Great Expectations themed dinner. <laughs> Meaning what? Duck, mince pe- mince meat pie. <laughs> You're gonna you a full Brit Yorkshire pudding. Mm. The whole nine. Mint jelly, the whole nine. Top hats. <laughs> I actually like I got a soft spot for that fucking Anglo Anglophile shit. What is like I've I've never in my life had mint jelly. Have you had mint jelly? It sucks. What is it? What is it? It's just it's, it's just, mint jelly. It's li- it's just jelly that's flavored as mint. And what is it supposed to go yeah, with? Lamb? It's, it's terrible. Gross. <laughs> Gross. Um we did go to Duck House the next day. Man, mm-hmm. this has been an expensive. Also, you know that we had that meal that I paid for. This has been a crazy expensive fucking. You spent a lot of money. Ten on days food. of food, like ah, uh, Jesus. Um, went to a Duck House. Fourteen of us. Pre-ordered two ducks. We would go over to Pekin Gourmet Inn in Falls Church, Virginia. It's still their institution, but like two ducks is not enough food for everybody. So we order all kinds of other stuff. But I had this moment I wanted to share. I'm hyping up Duck House. It's great. Because Pete and Gourmet, it's great. It's more roast duck. And I'm like, even though Duck House, I love it. It's almost like a brasserie of Chinese food. It's a little bit of everything. Taiwanese influence, blah, blah, blah. The duck isn't exact Peking duck either. My sister lived in China. She knows, blah, blah, blah. But it's really good. It's probably some of the best. There's another place that's really good in Los Angeles area. It was really delicious. And they get the pancakes because you've had the pancakes there. Super thin. Mm-hmm. And my brother goes, can we get another order? I'm like, dude, you can't just like, it's not something you're going to, it's not something you can just like go like that. Right. You know, June, like you can't just like give me some more because mm-hmm. they're going to make them, man. They're, they're making them from scratch. Two seconds later, they come back <laughs> with a giant stack. I go to the bathroom. And it's very similar to when I learned like The Last Dragon, Barry Gordy's The Last Dragon, which we talked about the first Momofuku cookbook when I learned about steam buns themselves, that it was just like machine made. And I was like, oh, it's like learning about the fortune cookie by a machine. I was like, oh, my God, I don't need to know how to learn to make this. It's, I can just buy it. It's delicious. I'm not taking away anything from the deliciousness of the Peking duck. I saw a giant stack <laughs> of pancakes. Right. Like, like there were communion wafers, like Catholic. <laughs> like, so I, I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> oh, man. So this is, the, this, is, this is how I know I'm getting older and more mature. Slowly, but surely. I come back down, embarrassed, and I say, June, I want you to know. I was dead wrong. <laughs> orders, like orders, many fifty thousand pancakes <laughs> made and ready to go. Right, and it doesn't matter. That's trying to trying to say it doesn't matter to me. It shouldn't, whether it was freshly made or not. Those pancakes are fucking delicious. Mm. They're extremely well made, and I'm telling myself that because I fuck with like my food nostalgia of it all. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. But that was my, my story, and I, 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 I fessed up immediately. But see, that's the, that's the older, more mature Dave Chang, because the, the younger one never would have revealed that he saw the stack no. of remake pancakes. He would have lorded your superiority forever. But I And then I that. also saw, again, like, I'm not expecting all these kids that I was with, they all wanted lemonade. I'm like, I don't have fucking lemonade here. Come on, guys. <laughs> fucking lemonade i didn't say fucking lemonade but i was like they don't have lemonade guys come on like you know like i'll order sing town like maybe they'll have tristanthium tea or something i don't know they don't have lemonade <laughs> server's like yeah we got lemonade of course they have lemonade <laughs> you that's so funny man you you had like a, an in your imagination it was a certain kind of restaurant but that restaurant was like no no we're whatever you, your family wants us to be <laughs> Yeah, and then in my head immediately, I romanticized. I was like, oh, I tasted it. I was like, wow, that's very sweet, very tart. It didn't even dawn on me that they weren't making it from scratch. The lemonade? <laughs> God, that's beautiful, man. You have such a, you have, this is, this is, for all the talk about you being a cynic, dude, you are, you have such faith in, in Chinese restaurants. It is beautiful. <laughs> Just like, doesn't even make any sense to me. And then I go to the bathroom again to take Hugo, and I walk around the corner. I was like, there's a big old jug of lemonade from the bottle. <laughs> but here's the thing. That's, this is like the, the, the point of the conversation there is whether it was made or fresh or not, it's not, it doesn't matter. It made people happy. Exactly. People were really happy about it. And I think this sort of primes people for a conversation we're going to have with Jerry Saltz, who we've interviewed. And I think the idea is if something is good and brings you joy, does it matter? You know, and it's done in an ethical way. There's no one's, they're not proclaiming it's freshly squeezed, like lemon juice. They're not proclaiming that everything is heirloom this and single origin grain this for the fucking flour going into the Beijing pancake. There's no one's saying that. I'm the problem projecting my marketing and all <laughs> the nonsense that it's got to be. But it doesn't, didn't, and shouldn't in my opinion, for me, take away or diminish that it made people happy and it was delicious. Yeah. It wasn't suddenly less delicious because you found out it came from a package. Is that crazy? No. Amen. Amen. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Well, thanks, guys. Give us five stars and uh, we'll talk to you guys later.